0: Steven, it's a new year, it's 2022, and I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. What do you think?
1: I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me, and I'm going to dig in to
0: a whole nother year of... You can't disappoint a podcast. It's going to be a big year full of winding down our rewatch of community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on
1: your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How, how can they
0: get in this pool Zach, if you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to get waist deep, come join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week, You Can't Disappoint Pre-Show, and all kinds of Patreon-exclusive content coming all the time, Stephen. We'd love for you to support
1: us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappoint we are also on Instagram at can't disappoint Podcast, and we're
0: on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image, product review site. Leave us a review there. Uh, There's like a box full of sticky notes at my post office. Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast.
1: Cannonball!
0: I'll put like a big splash splat. <laughs> yeah. Repiloting can be intense. New people show up, regular shift roles, or even fall away. Season 9 of Scrubs, Zach Braff was only in the first six episodes. Son of a bitch! After everything Scrubs did for him? Sorry.
1: Uh uh, uh, uh Zach, we, we gotta... Actually, I do a better Morty than Rick.
0: Is that what that was supposed to be?
1: Yeah, I do a much better Morty.
0: Okay, well, then let's hear it.
1: Oh, man. Oh, geez, Zach. It's, it's about time for season five That's kind of what you sound like oh. all the time to me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, man.
0: Uh, Dan Harmon's back. We... He's going to
1: save all our problems.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we want to be Rick and Morty bros on, on, oh. on the pod. I have fun with Rick and Morty, but I like to think I'm not a Rick and Morty. I hope to God I'm not a Rick and Morty bro.
1: Yeah, I really liked... The First two
0: seasons. First two seasons. First three. First three. Yeah, and then I didn't really. Have there been four or five now? I I think there's been five. Don't dislike it at all. I still watch it, but it's been a while since I've been like that was a good episode.
1: I was in a hotel, I think, and I saw the finale of season five, which is like the finale and the first episode are the only ones that ever actually tie into any story. So yeah, yeah, it was cool.
0: Welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, everybody. We're back for season five, and. I don't know. Now that we're into it and now that we've had that roundtable discussion, I feel in a way the same at the start of season four, where we we're like going into uncharted territories. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. Uh, not on the podcast, obviously. It's going to be the same stupid bullshit here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> community this week does not look like community last week did hardly oh, at, at all. all, does it? No, not even. It looks very different. Yeah, which is interesting, and I think in some ways necessarily different, and maybe Mm -hmm. in some ways unnecessarily different, I'm not sure. There's a lot to dive into this week with the premiere, and I'm excited to do it with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We've been
1: been talking about season five since at least season three, so... Sure. Here we are. We're here. We made it. Yeah, we did. Isn't it weird? Doesn't it feel kind of weird that we're in season five? It really does feel weird, because now, like... At this point, Community had been through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It was what I would call a seasoned show. Do you feel like we're a seasoned show now, Zach? Yes. You think we're like experienced? I think I do. We're, we're we're now like really on the in in the backslide of this show. Yeah, we're on even the back though it's half. been
0: a, a a short season mm-hmm. to become a seasoned show, uh, I do feel seasoned because this has always had a set end date. We've gotten to a point – I had the big realization with a friend the other day that like – so when we interviewed Joel McHale, Mm -hmm. it felt like for this show, this is the beginning of a lot for this show. When I think by the time we get to the end of Community, it's going to be that was the big thing that we got to do on this show Mm -hmm. and what we're going to do for – forward on can be even bigger than that so yeah. I'm looking at the whole of this show differently yeah, and I do feel like we're a season
1: yeah and we're gonna sit him down and we're gonna ask him the real questions yeah
0: I'm excited to be here the conversation we had with our friends last week uh brought up a lot of thoughts in me going into the season differently I have a lot of positive well let's introduce ourselves we have a lot to get into this week I can tell that I'm already excited to talk about mm-hmm. it I'm Zach and does it Feel weird doing this without Domin and Andre. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. They don't do they don't do anything anymore, right?
0: Crumbled. They crumbled. crumbled. Hi, I'm Steven. They picked a war uh, with the wrong community <laughs> podcast.
1: No, they did. Little do do the fans at home know we are a Thraxis destroyer of worlds. We <laughs> introduce yourself. I said I'm Steven. You
0: just don't hear when I speak. But I I want to hear your joke. I heard you say you're Steven. You don't have a joke. I don't have a joke. Okay, then be thoracic Because you know it's not funny? What? (laughs) I don't know. Welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, (laughs) everybody. The Season 5 premiere, we're back in the same as ever. Uh, We got to start off the program shouting up our... Shouting up. We're going to shout them up this week. $10 and up, patrons, over at patreon.com slash Podcast. Those people are Danny M. Lugo, (laughs) Mary Baker, (laughs) Booty, you sound like Pee Wee Herman, Uh, Brian Thurman, (laughs) Plain Blocker, Prez, and Taylor (laughs) Ace. We love (laughs) all those people. We love the communication we get from them. Uh, obviously, Danny and your mom, or Danny and your mom, but like all the time, I'm <laughs> like, no, no, that they are a given. They're really great, cool yeah. people. But that was before they were patrons. I also feel that way about the other people. I think Brian yeah. is awesome. I think Taylor is funny and thoughtful, mm-hmm. and and has become a. Uh, 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 dependent part of the show in, yeah. in recent seasons, and I don't know a goddamn thing about Plans <laughs> Walker, Prez. Wait, I, there was someone who I thought
1: it was, but I'm not sure if it's still that person.
0: I think, I think we're going to get the answer to some of those questions in one of the emails we got today. Really? I think so. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't yeah. read it, but I think it's from the Prez.
1: Oh, shit. From the press? Like, <laughs> the Joe Biden, Biden himself here. Snacking on some it's... ice
0: cream. <laughs> Do you uh... think that,
1: like, Joe Biden made, like, a Magic the Gathering online account, and then, like, that's his name is Planeswalker Prez? I don't I even play so. Magic the Gathering, but there's, like, an, a thing I in the game so. called Planeswalkers that are, like, Oh, I don't know anything like about – I don't know that at all. Yeah, so I think that's what the Planeswalker comes from. Clearly you
0: don't know about having a Magic the Gathering account because you don't have a Magic the Gathering account. You go to the back of a comic book store and drink a 30-pack of Mountain Dew.
1: Hey, Zach, as somebody who used to go to Saturday Morning Magic Uh before I moved to Chicago, Uh and it has a giant bag of Magic the Gathering cards, I'm pretty sure, somewhere on the floor of this room. Uh, There's a very popular online... A game called mm-hmm. MTGO, Magic the Gathering online. Okay, sure, and it's a
0: computer or phone game. Whatever. I'm already mad. We've spent this much time talking about it. Welcome Magic to the, the program, Gathering. everyone. We've also got a shout out our community papa at communities on Twitter. The man who, without his at community, without <laughs> his, without his at communities, jism, we wouldn't be the at communities men we are today. Heap. A lot of pressure on us to give some uh, community grandchildren, though, lately. And Stephen yeah, and he, I sure sassy. are trying. Yeah, we're doing but, our best. But just we're both coming up negative still. COVID and pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> not not uh, ecstasy, though. A lot of that. That test's real positive. Real po- super positive. <laughs> Amongst other tests. It's like, tests. oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to find other things in the system. I've never done ecstasy. It seems scary. I, I feel like I just want to touch a bunch of stuff. I'm in. <laughs> you sold me. <laughs> what do I do? Do I call a guy named Dr. Love? <laughs> I think so. And they give me a pill that has, like, a Care Bear etched into the front of I, it. I think what you have to do is walk around, like, a, a state consume. college
1: campus and just be like, what's a guy got to do to get some ecstasy around here? Yeah. And, and I'm then some, like, 25 year senior will be like, hey there.
0: You like to party? Who made it in a Tupperware in his dorm room. Yeah. Let's move on. Thanks, communies.
1: Thanks for
0: your <laughs> <laughs> To the, the push-a-man himself.
1: Thanks, communies. You deal all the love drugs we need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How are you, buddy? What's going on in your week? I know that you're busy. This is, even though the beginning of a new season, our last recording session for like three weeks, like two wow. weeks, maybe three weeks... Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna miss you man, but we've got a lot going on. It'll be kind of nice to to take a to take a pause for a second before we really dive into the end game. So yeah. how are you? What's going on? Why are I'm we taking good. this pause and uh, how are you?
1: You know I, I as always am really busy with work, but I have a competition I'm traveling for next week and then I'm Nashville? moving the week after
0: that. Yeah, Nashville. You gotta give me some ticklers white barbecue sauce. Is that what it was on master of none? was it ticklers? Is that what it is? I don't know. Why didn't we... We literally drove through
1: Nashville. Why didn't we stop and get some ticklers? Because it was nighttime. I don't know.
0: We literally drove through Nashville. Yeah. We literally... We didn't have time to stop. It was like to the minute. (laughs) It it truly was. (laughs) Because we we got to where we were staying that night and we are like, where is this? It's dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were like, how many scary signs with like camp spelled with a k do we have to drive past we find this
0: <laughs> yeah why sure. were
1: they all spelled with a k
0: that was yeah. weird right so what's going on you got competitions what else
1: yeah um i'm also i'm moving uh the week after which i'm excited for um i uh yeah but it's busy cool. time but i'm excited should be fun and, and you know
0: also zach i know you said you're gonna miss me but you will see me other than in your dreams the next time we're going to record something is a session of broke back bebop in a couple weeks. And which that I hope will you literally... guys enjoyed. No, 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 not that. The next time like from now that you and I get together to record will mm-hmm. be broke back bebop. Yes, which I hope they enjoyed after. But that hasn't <laughs> That's not till later. They'll enjoy it next week. They'll enjoy that next week. You guys stay oh. out of this. You're not listening. This is me and Steven right now. <laughs> uh, The next time we record something will be the day after we've seen each other.
1: Oh, wow. So we're not going to want to talk to each other then?
0: No. I'm not going to want to do that that night. But like, we might as well because like (laughs) Mm -hmm. things are off. Because it'll be the day I get back from a trip. I I saw you last night at a concert, uh, (laughs) my third of three nights in a row of concerts. (laughs) I'm going to have no voice. I'm going to feel like shit and I have to watch Cowboy Bebop as soon as I get home. (laughs) I'm excited. It's (laughs) going to be awesome.
1: Just Let's watch it on community. the drive home.
0: Let's talk about community. We have got a, a, a big task ahead of ourselves, kind of like we did at the start of the last season, because we're talking about season five, episode one, repilot. It's. A huge change in community staffing like Season 4 was. We've got the return of Dan Harmon, namely, but also coming back with him are a couple of names like Chris McKenna and and Dino, who plays Starburn. Stamatopoulos? Oh, I'm not sure how to say his last name. There are some people coming back. However... Pretty much everybody in the writers' room in season four left and were replaced by new writers. So we've got a completely new writers' room with, like, the three people who weren't there before last – like, who were there before last season. They weren't there last season, Uh, which I think is interesting. And they said that the writers this season – You know, all of their agents were like, are you sure you want to sign on to do this show that, like, got (laughs) fired and rehired and got canceled? And he said that the people that were there, they were there because they chose to be there because most of these people were, like, huge fans of the show at this point. So that's interesting. It's a completely new writer's room, and it's not just new television writers for the most part. It's Well, I mean, it is, but it's also people who feel passionate about the show much in the way that we did, which I think is both cool and also, I'm sure, a pretty daunting task to be – Handed the keys yeah it's got to be a lot of pressure all right the episode repilot it was directed by the great Tristram Shapiro, who's nice. directed many times one of the people who came back after season four and it was written by Dan Harmon. And Chris McKenna, Dan Harmon's only other writing credits are The Pilot and Spanish 101, the first two episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he co-wrote Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. Mm -hmm. He wrote Horror Fiction and Seven Spooky Steps in Origins of Vampire Mythology in Season 3. And then in the future, he writes the Season 6 premiere Ladders with Chris McKenna and the series finale Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television with Chris McKenna. And Chris McKenna, before this, he wrote in season one, Communication Studies and The Art of Discourse, the Schmitty episode, Stephen's favorite. Uh, <laughs> in season two, Anthropology 101, Conspiracy Theories and an Interior Design, Paradigms of Human Memory. And season nice. three, Remedial Chaos Theory. Wow. He wrote Digital Exploration of Interior Design. Nice. And then also in season six, he writes Ladders with Dan and Emotional Consequences with Dan. And this episode originally aired January 2nd, 2014. Like 21 days before my birthday, I don't know, like my wow, 17th congrats. birthday, I think. Now, Chris McKenna is a big deal because he also
1: went on to work on like the Spider Man. Yes, stuff. he wrote No Way Home.
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, really, and he's good. not the only community person that went on to do uh of Marvel interest- stuff. Yeah, yeah, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, something that I think is interesting is that I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing when this episode of Community premiered because I was sad that I wasn't at home watching Community because wow. it was the series, the season premiere with Dan back. I was so excited to see what it was going to be so like. So what was what so they were important, gonna do. Zach, that you had to miss? I was seeing a movie in the theater, and I'll tell you what, I don't remember – uh, uh what movie i was seeing or how it was or who i was even seeing it with but i remember looking at my phone and checking twitter to see if people were saying community was good or not and i got the chevy cameo chevy whatever i won't uh-huh. have to say it very much anymore we it's got true. the pierce cameo i got it spoiled while i was watching whatever movie i was watching wow when, when this come out april no, I just said January. Before my birthday. Before my birthday. You don't know my birthday, bro? Let's see, January. What year? Yeah. I already went through this. It was my, right before my 17th birthday. It was 2014. You don't listen to a goddamn thing I say. And what you show to are we talking about, Zach? When I don't listen to you.
1: I don't listen when you say the date, I'll be honest. I tune that out. Yeah, and I so don't care. Too many dates in my head.
0: It's like this, even though it always feels like a just a conversation that I'm having for with you... Uh, this is just as much for other people as it is for us, each other. If not, but I don't give so. you shit when you don't listen to me. I'm not like, huh? This is what the did, one time I didn't, I didn't listen said? to you, and you're giving me oh shit, my Zach. God. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true i'm not saying i'm not giving well because here here's why i was double checking
1: the dates is because yeah. if it was january that mm-hmm. meant that it could have been our double date but it was a year or two
0: no i remember early. being in the movie theater like with someone mm-hmm. but not like with people not me. and i don't remember what it was i don't remember that's not important let's do some trivia <laughs> i've got a shit ton of trivia i've got six questions for i've it. got five because it's the season five premiere nice it just worked out that way and you you now you're pretending to be clever
1: No, I did it on purpose. I wrote up my QA. QA. That's enough. That's it. Not a single
0: question more. It's true. will grace my notes app today. It's absolutely accurate. I'll give you one first. What does Jeff call the repo man? Uh, I didn't get that reference. What was it? Oh, really? He calls him Francis Ford repo man. He like says something about his commercial. Francis Ford Coppola is a film director. So he's saying like, all right. Uh, Spielberg, you know, like yeah, I yeah.
1: Here was my issue with that because I okay. I know the name Francis Ford Coppola, but okay. I had to like reach and I was like, is he saying Francis Ford uh, no, Repo Man?
0: I don't think I don't think I don't think that's the show's fault. <laughs> he could have <laughs> picked a different. <laughs> I heard it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Repo Spielberg. Um, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny, and one the, of those movies, Guillermo del gang. Repo. One of the repo dudes, the younger one that's taking the TV in the beginning, is Chris McKenna's son. Oh, wow. I think is what they said. Hope it's yeah. a, hope he gets his big break off of that. But that was a stinker first question for you, uh, what you got for me. What did Andre take with him when he left Shirley? Oh, shit. The kids. Yeah. And the house. And the DVR with like 180-something episodes of Bones. Um, I'm gonna give you a no for that one, Zach. You got- Really? You got two correct, but one thing
1: you said was wrong.
0: Okay, tell me what it was, then.
1: Uh, he took the dog, the kids, in the DVR. Uh, He did not take the house. She specifically says that he's staying with family. Right. Mm. Damn,
0: not only is it, like, me and the kids are leaving, it's like, we're we're just going somewhere else. We're just going somewhere else, yeah. Okay, that's a depressing trivia question. Now I'm sad. Where was Greendale ranked number two- Oh, on greendale.com's list of community Um, colleges. I'm going to give you a no on that one because it was greendalecommunitycollege.com. Oh, I was close. (laughs) Um, What major
1: for Britta does Shirley suggest? English. Yeah, nice.
0: Yeah. That's a buy. (laughs) Who does Britta blame for sucking at analogies? (laughs) Not an owl, that's for sure. Well, that's what I thought. Does she say she doesn't blame owls? She's like, I don't blame owls for being
1: bad at analogies. Yeah, that's funny. Whatever. Your turn. (laughs) Um, finish this line, Zach. Okay. I am the system. I consume
0: blank. I am the system. I consume. (sighs) Nope. Humanity. Humanity. Yeah, Uh, it's the giant robot. That's the robot. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, who is? That's okay, buddy. (laughs)
1: Who, That's all right. Don't feel bad. Who is... It's Al- okay. I still love you. Here, go ahead with your question.
0: I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Alan's blow dealer?
1: Uh, one of the gym teachers. Uh-huh. Nice. Um, what is the Greendale secretary's name? Rhonda. Nicely done. Not whatever you said first. Rita. Yeah, Rita. Uh,
0: what did Abed never return to Blockbuster... Ah, f- what was the movie? Well, that's the question. So I can't yeah. tell
1: you. What? Ah, oh, dang! What's what's that movie called? It's on the tip of my tongue. You don't know what I, it's I, Time I don't know. Bandits. Nice. Is that anything like the Disney Channel original movie Minutemen? I hope so. I really liked Minutemen when I yeah, was. Yeah, that was of a age. fun one. Um, who Are did the done? dean call about the Save Greendale Committee?
0: What? Who did the dean call about the Save Greendale Committee? Mm-hmm. Abed. Yes, because Abed's like there. He's the one that shows up first because the dean called him. Okay, Uh, when Abed shoots Jeff with his eyes, what color is the laser? That's my last question. Tuffy, it's like a greenish white. Green, green, nice. Green will do it. I wrote green. Nice. sure was. How can it be a greenish white? White is the absence of color. If it's a greenish white, it's no longer white. Idiot. (laughs) Let's move right on into some email questions. What have we got from the hopefully smarter than that friends? I don't think you're an idiot, but that was kind of funny. We've got three
1: uh, emails today. Yes, and... <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry, I was reading part of it, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> I'll read this first one here. Okay. Um, the, the subject is Grand Opening of the Pierce Hawthorne Museum of Gender Sensitivity and Sexual Potency. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from our, our good buddy. Oh. um, I don't know what they want us to call them, but we're just going to say Anthony. Thanks, Anthony. Um, for writing in. I'm so uh, Hello, invested. Zach and Steven. Hi. <laughs> nice. Planeswalker Prez is the name tapping mana and summoning a black lotus is in the game. So that is a... Magic the Gathering reference. Um, I've been intrigued by your speculation on my presidency and would like to thank my fellow southern neighbors from America. Joke aside, Repilot will hopefully have me as well as both you guys relieved and happy to recap community. The addition of having Jeff as the teacher of Fundamentals of Law and the rest of the Save Greendale committee taking classes was somewhat of a cop-out to keep the show running, but it worked in the long run. The show won't be the same without Pierce, but the cast and crew are most likely are happy to be rid of Chevy. My favorite funny moment was the group's reaction when the table lit on fire, as well as the group failing their Woods project and creating Table Mark 2. Enough ranting, on to <laughs> trivia. Yeah, the
0: birdhouse, that was funny.
1: <laughs> that was really funny. Um, how many episodes of Bones were gone when Andre took the DVR?
0: I feel like it was 180-something.
1: You were you were really, I think it's like hundred. I know say that there's a six in it. You think six? okay? I would guess 186. Let's
0: have different guesses and we'll see who's right. Yeah. If either
1: of us. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do 168. Okay. I think there was an eight in there.
0: Okay. Um, I like your strategy. Thanks. What was Super Abed's belt so made times? of? What was Super Abed's belt made of? Uh, I there's like know. a paper plate on him, but I don't know about the. That belt was on his specific- chest, right? Yeah, I don't know the belt specific. I don't know. Mm. What was Jeff's phone number for his law business? 555 five, five, hero. Okay, so hero is But it didn't say the numbers, it just said hero. Oh, five, okay. 555 five, five, hero. I was going to figure out the numbers. Maybe they said it, I don't know. You don't It'd be like 4-3. Do you think that's going to make for good podcasting you trying to figure out the numbers <laughs> that correspond Hold Well, let me grab my landline telephone. Everyone shut up and Steven's going to try to do Wordle real quick on air. <laughs> You know, I've still never done Wordle. It's kind of fun. I, I it seems like it. Yeah. Um,
1: all right. 166 episodes of Bones. Okay. So you so were we right were...
0: that there was a six.
1: Yeah. And I was not right. Um, you're close though. I was close, uh, but I was not
0: right. I thought 108.
1: Abed's belt like was made of bottle caps. Nice. Um, and then the phone number was five 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 four three seven six, which my math does mean says hero.
0: Which my math does mean says hero. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just teach it. You do it. Um, here's <laughs> nice. the season five of community. And then there's a GIF, but it's not like. Oh, wait. Huh. Show pictures. Here we go. Ooh. Still not showing me the picture.
0: Awkward. You know, I, I love everyone that. that oh, here we in... go. It's uh, Jeff and Abed doing the walk like an Egyptian on top of nice. the table. I love everyone that writes in and I've never said anything because usually it's Lily that does this. But mm-hmm. I always wonder why people send in photos or gifts and stuff because like it's it, it is a it is a podcast. It's just for us. Yeah, but then you like spend like 20 seconds like describing it and like I still haven't seen it and neither has anybody who's listening. And then you do this. You hold it up to my <laughs> you hold it up to your webcam and it's just I see the wall behind you or the, the your computer screen through the screen. Uh, PS on. sorry for not writing email. sooner.
1: I work fifty hours every week. It's
0: hard out there being president of the planes. <laughs> you Mr. do not Walker. have to apologize for writing in. Thank you for writing in this time and thanks for being a patron. Yeah. Um, our next one is from
1: our daddy. Uh, mm, I like the way it
0: sound, <laughs> that sounds rolling off to them. T- um,
1: communities on Twitter says, Hi, guys. Hey. This whole season looks like they forgot to pay the light bill, but this it was in the same location. Does. Just never made sense. Cordry is probably my MVP. He had a oh, lot of funny one-liners, and really? he had to cover a lot of ground in this episode. Yeah. By the way, last I heard, probably last year... Um, Zach Braff had not seen this episode. Yeah, they said that
0: on the Scrubs podcast, that he was aware of it, but he'd never seen an episode of Community.
1: That's really funny. Uh, when Community went to Comic-Con before season five dropped, Dan came out on stage in an Iron Man Mm -hmm. costume, and when they removed the helmet, the crowd exploded. For season five, Dan was the most powerful showrunner in television, Neil Mm -hmm. Goldman's description. Rehiring had never happened before. Mm Mm-hmm. Have a great one, guys. You are on the cusp of one of the greatest runs of episodes in the show's history. That is very Canadian's true. Mac. Yeah, I'm super excited.
0: That is very true. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad that he puts it that way because there are quite a few cases of showrunner leaves or is fired from show. They continue it without them for a season or two, and it's not as good, and then the show ends. Almost mm-hmm. never does then the creator come back. yeah. I don't know much about networks, but I don't see them as the type to be like, oh, yeah, we made a mistake in firing that person. Let's rehire them. I think they're like, well, then I guess we don't want to have this show anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's very deeply interesting. And it's because of the fan base and the, the online attention that, that we all drove towards the show, I, I believe. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Um. Next. Uh. What is this? Some trivia from from. Our, our okay. dear old daddy. Uh, what's the name of the new table?
0: Table Mark, was the original Table Mark 2 and now it's like Table Mark 3? I think four? it's like an
1: even higher number than that. Yeah, it might be. I'm not sure. Is it like 5 or 6 or something like that? I'm not sure. What is the name of the Greendale Architect? Something Humphreys.
0: Mm-hmm. Humphreys is all I would have got.
1: Yeah. Other than his place at the firm, what did Alan Connor lose to make the case against Greendale all he had? His well, his wife, wife left and him, and so did his girlfriend. And their sisters. So, so the now whole the whole family. family is <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a funny line. Yeah. Um, a lot of really, really solid, jagged yeah. writing in this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Answers. It was the Mark Seven. So I was a little short. Interesting. Um, Marvin Humphreys is the architect. Uh, And then his wife and his girlfriend, who were sisters. So good job us. We got at least almost all of them right.
0: I'll take it. All of them almost right. Almost all of them right.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, Our next one is from good old... Tim Tam. What's also up, man? I really appreciated that thing you tweeted. It's like for true fan, fans of the pod. Yeah, was I was like Tim
0: Tim Tim. doing a delivery for work, and I had to turn on Tim Tam Drive or something like that. That's of awesome. Of course, I thought of none other than our beloved patron and email correspondent, Sir Tim Tammy. Tim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, through the eyes of Tim Tammy Faye. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> uh, howdy, Stephen. Aloha, Zach. Uh, no act Trivia. In light of the recently recalled batch of evermectin flavored Actrivia, I've yeah, decided that's to boycott one, that's one of the, the drugs company. Annie was pushing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now that's that's dedication to the um, and that's
0: dedication to the bit here, Timmy. Yeah.
1: Um, funny moments. I've been laughing at. We invented fibromyalgia yeah. and the cure for fibromyalgia <laughs> for seven years. It's a yeah. perfect joke. It is really is f-ing a good, good line. I love seeing the external shots of Greendale. I love how the save Greendale committee sets up the exact same way the original study group did complete with Jeff. It's the coolest through gritted. I'm sorry. It's the coolest through gritted teeth. Yeah. I love the props from previous seasons sprinkled in the background. It's such a nice way to pay respects to the campus. And it really feels like Greendale is a character in the show, not just a setting. Yeah. There was some cool like stuff like the, the wheel from the crisis alert was good. Um, Crisis alert! Everyone's character feels genuine here. I appreciated how they addressed the changes that everyone has experienced since season one, even if the focus on the gas leak gear is a bit much. I read a theory once that Pierce's hologram isn't real hmm. just in Jeff's head, considering how you never see the pedestal again and no one else witnessed it to begin with, and I like that idea. It's a sweet way to bring all seven original members back one last time, and Jeff needed an emotional moment to bring him back into the mix. Well said. Zach Braff voiceover wrap-up, boys. <laughs> Scrubs is the first sitcom I was ever obsessed with. And if you me consider too. season nine.
0: Literally me too. Yeah. It Other was like, than one like of the, the earlier Simpsons, ones. It was like the first live-action sitcom that I was obsessed with. Yeah. I'm right I there with you.
1: Really was a, yeah. Scrubs when I was, was young, great. like a kid. Um, if you consider, I remember like. I thought Scrubs was, like, I thought it was cool to watch it, because I thought it was, like, for, like, even older than I was supposed to be watching, because sometimes people would be in their underwear, and I was like, yeah. ooh. It was yeah. pretty
0: it was sexy for...
1: It was a sexy show.
0: Little nine-year-old Zach.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and if you consider season nine as actually just a spinoff, not a continuation of the show, it's much more digestible and even enjoyable. Sure, I'll give you that.
0: Meh.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Although I'll say this, rewatching scrubs as much as I have cuz it's one of Danny's favorite shows. You never watched season 9. No, 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 no.
0: Yeah.
1: As much as I like Dave Franco, no thanks.
0: Yeah. I'm probably do a rewatch of the show with season 9 and I watched it as it aired and I yeah. didn't hate it. But even if it was its own show, I probably might have been like okay, that was fine. Now that JD is gone, I probably won't keep watching this. Yeah. Looking
1: ahead, the next few episodes are really stellar. I don't remember liking very much about the back half of Season 5, with the notable exception of the G.I. Jeff episode and meow, and meow Meow Beans to a lesser degree, and I'm looking forward to re-watching it with y'all and hopefully finding more appreciation for this one. Y'all be good,
0: and I'll see you next week. Tim Tam. He didn't actually. Thanks for, sign for it the Tim thoughtful Tam, email. Uh, there are a lot of things that that spurred up in me that I want to bring up as we get through the episode. But before we do, we've got two more things to croff o- crof off. We've got two more things to croff off that list. And crof the up. first one is everyone. It's time to hold together as a nation under the direct threat of attack from Russia and discover. Did Steven watch the episode? Did Steven watch week? the episode this week? <laughs> how do you feel i noticed that even though this episode has a lot of things to do that it only yeah. takes place in like three rooms or something like that yeah which you, how, i think how, how gives me a feel? shot i do too
1: we'll see i i think i'm gonna spend too much time in places that i shouldn't but that's always the
0: case yeah We've i had wouldn't that be the, the curious little in our, rascal in that i am yeah all right well then i'll get the clock ready you feeling good you ready to do this I am feeling adequate, Zach. All right. Well, adequate is the name of the game. Let's get this started. <laughs> Three,
1: two, one, go. So everyone's moved on from Greendale. Jeff is a lawyer, but he's failing. His commercial didn't work, and now he's losing his business. His ex-partner comes up and is like, hey, let's sue Greendale because this bridge collapsed. Um, Jeff then is like, okay, I'm going to do it. With all the records were burned. So then he decides he's going to get the city group to sue Greendale because they all had bad experiences and their lives are ruined. But then they decide they love Greendale. They're going to be rolling glasses. He decides he loves Greendale as well. And so he signs on as a teacher. Stop. Um. That
0: was really good, Stephen. There are That was better than I've ever done. That was really somehow. good. I don't know better than you've ever done, but better than you've done in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think uh it, it, just the two like the, that was really good. The two things that I would have I don't really I get an ending. Yeah. The two things I would have liked to have heard was mm-hmm. you said there was a bridge collapsed and they want to sue Greendale. I would have liked like former Greendale student caused bridge collapse. Yeah. And then I think if you had had like one more second at the end to say to finish your thought, it mm-hmm. would have been. I don't give A pluses, but it would have been like an A plus. Right. Uh, I I still think, I still think that's an A job. I think you did Thank a great you, job. Zach. Yeah, I almost talked myself down to an A minus, but I don't think that's necessary. You did. Quite well to my taste. This. Thank week. you. I'm gonna be honest, Zach. I, I'm a little bit proud of myself. I yeah, don't know how I was be. able to say that
1: many words that fast, that coherently Because yeah. I normally there like, was lose a point
0: it. where you went into hyperspeed, <laughs> and not in a way where you were like you had a little bit more time than what you thought, but you went into hyperspeed and didn't back down or like stutter. Yeah. So you got a lot more stuff into it. Uh, you. It would have been nice to hear more about the other study group members, yeah. but talking about them as a group did kind of cover what they do, and it I did. think you did just fine. Thank you, Zach. I couldn't do it without you. Funny moments. Let's do funny moments. I thought that this episode had quite a bit of phenomenal writing in it. Yeah. Uh, like quite a bit of, oh, they actually said that on TV Oh my lines. god, yeah. And beside that, just straight up funny things. I wrote down like three or four things. I um, know I, I have a few too. I'll go ahead. I, I, I it's both hilarious and awful mean that they make Donald deliver the after everything Scrubs did for him. Yeah, line. that was I think one of the best. Moments it's of the whole biting for me. and it's kind that of mean. Good. It's like the same as making Chevy say things as Pierce that he said in real yeah. life. It's like he. Donald, even though what they do with Troy in these first few episodes, we'll get into the Troy, mm-hmm. Donald being here for these first five episodes is like kind of a contractual obligation. He mm-hmm. was probably already contracted for season five, was trying to yeah. get out of it. I think much like they didn't know what the the situation with Chevy was in season four, they didn't quite know what the situation with Donald was going into season five. Yeah. Whether they'd get him at all or if he'd just have a couple episodes. Um now I forget why I went into that. <laughs> Funny moments, yeah. Uh, th- I, I, so I thought that, that was just like, for him to be there kind of as a technicality already and have to deliver that line that's kind of them like being like, you're kind of screwing us and we're going to yeah. poke fun at you a little bit. Not, I don't feel any negative way about Donald Glover. I think he had to leave community to uh, uh, become the superstar that he was obviously destined to be. It yeah. would have been nice if he could have done it at the end of a season planning to leave rather than five episodes. We'll talk about that a lot. That was my first funny moment. I've got three more. The list keeps coming. (laughs) Uh, The conversation that they have when Abed points out how uh, the 555 seems fake. Why does every number start with 555? Are there only 10,000 numbers? That's such a good bit because all the time on TV shows, the number starts with 555 because there are no numbers that start in 555 in real life. So that's funny. And it's a Mm -hmm. funny bit of meta- Commentary that feels better in the hand of Dan Harmon than it did in season four sometimes. Uh the I also wrote down Chang. I think Chang's whole Chang moment is really funny. super funny. When he's carrying around the thing on a wire for his house arrest. Super funny moment. Glad to have he's that like, kind of Yeah, thing no, no, I'm done with wife. all
1: that. I yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh the last thing is a little abed moment. This episode goes back to a couple of like not the strongest Abed episode, but we go back mm-hmm. to, like, the season one thing of just Abed's mannerisms while things are being discussed where we cut yeah. to him. And the one that stood out to me that was funny was when Alan comes in clapping at Jeff and Abed, like, looks and just starts clapping. Too. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny. You go. Um, so I had the Zach Braff, uh, Donald Glover
1: one, too. That was really funny. Um, I also want to say the – Zach Graff, like, voiceover at the end, and, like, how (laughs) Little victories count for a lot around here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It did make Um, me want
0: to watch Scrubs, and specifically season nine.
1: Yeah. Um, And then I thought it was really funny when everyone's like, upset, and talking about, like, how upset they were, and Donald Glover's like, I'm much sadder than the rest of you. I'll figure out why later. That was really funny. And then one more Troy moment when... When he said, oh, you found my, Clive-o- my Clive, Owen <laughs> Tumblr, Clive Owen
0: Tumblr, that was so freaking funny. That everything he does is based on his relationship with another man. That yeah. is so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this episode was, was really funny. I, mean, I wrote just those down, but I think every character had at least some funny lines. The bit where Annie was like, well, thanks to the sample of my new
0: project, I'm living a better life than that. Like, that was really
1: funny. Um, I
0: think that... What, uh, is it, what does she <laughs> say later when it's like... Uh, loss of joy for life isn't a cause of it. It's just a side effect or something yeah. like that. <laughs> this, let's go right into the conversation about the episode. Uh, I do have criticisms for this episode. Yeah, sure. And we will get to them. But uh, this episode, I think, is really, really funny. I think it's written really well. Uh, it is sad all of a sudden, and that feels out of character for the show. But mm. it's just as funny as it is sad. So I think it it strikes a nice balance. Uh I, I do think that this is this episode is the most that these characters have felt like people uh in some of their cases, maybe ever. I feel like mm-hmm. the Dean in this episode feels more like an actual dude yeah. than he ever has. And I feel like the study group, I feel like Annie feels more like a person Annie than she has more, in a yeah, long time. Totally. Not in every case, but I, even, yeah. I feel a little bit like Abed feels more like a person than he has in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this episode does that really well. It gets back to the humanity of the characters. Uh, here's what I'll pose for a little conversation before we get into it. Uh, maybe to get into some of the criticisms, what you thought of the episode. This episode feels like when a show goes away for, like, 10 years and comes yeah. back as a reboot. Like, it feels like a hard reboot. Uh Did it need to be? Does that hurt the show uh for them to that hard reset and reboot to start again? What do you think about this episode other than how funny it is?
1: Um I agree with that. A lot of times, to harken back to anime, uh, long-running anime will have, like, a time skip in it where – like between seasons, like ten to fifteen years, sometimes two years. Different increments of time will pass. Not something you see in a live action sitcom very no, often. No, not very often because you want to get as many episodes with the cast in their state that they are as you can. Normally, you know, you you have some cases or they're with real shows people, so up. like yeah,
0: it, it's a Parks and Recreation did it where there was a time jump at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. It's a big. When a when a show's supposed to take place now in the real world, it's a big decision to do a time jump because you also have to kind of predict the future. Now the future, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this episode does a good job for the most part. In all, my one of my big criticisms of this episode, we'll get to in a little bit. Um, I'm interested here for sure. I think that for the most part it does a good job of saying all these characters are their own people. They all moved on from Greendale and maybe aren't doing great, but they at least are doing something. You know, trying to. Yeah be individuals independent of the study group. And we and we see that they're not better off without each other necessarily, but they are off without each other, which yeah. is something that, you know, they very well... Some shows are afraid to do. Well, so. and
0: that's weird, though, because that's not really... Where we left off? Where we left off. And <laughs> no. And that's where some of my issue is. Did we... Especially with the character like Troy leaving in the season, could mm-hmm. it not have started closer to where we left off and... Like these characters graduate, and there's a reason for Troy to leave, and a reason yeah. for others to stick around. It feels strange that, for whatever reason, they still refer to each other as family a couple times. Mm-hmm. But there's like this—we kind of put that other, away. Yeah. yeah. So, do With you the like the episode? You're not. I uh, do like the episode. Entirely sure. Yeah. Do you think it's? Hmm. Do, you th- do you think it feels like back to basics, like back to first three seasons? Or do you just think it feels like something different? I think it feels a little bit different. It I think that it
1: it harkens back to the first season, yes. but I think that it very much darker, is not so the it, same. Yeah. And the characters aren't the same as they were in the first yeah. season for the most part. So yeah. Well, there's a lot I, to say,
0: obviously. I think we should yeah. just get into it and talk Let's about it, it as it comes up. Because th- this is a pretty heavy episode. There's yeah. a lot to cover, and it, and it determines a lot. I do like that the show. I, I love, Zach, that we're like, it's a pretty heavy episode, and then we press play, and there's a f-ing
1: giant robot destroying the
0: city. Yeah, and I like that it starts that way because it almost goes back to like the fucking uh, musical number that started season three. Yeah. Uh, to show that. Everything Immediately, it's now. like community's back, and it's still that weird show that we all love it to be. Even if this episode doesn't really go in that direction, mm-hmm. it still is that show. The commercial's really funny. All of the editing yeah. of taking Jeff and moving him around like an action figure like in this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about Joel McHale's appearance in this episode? Why does he look different? Does he look different to you, too? I don't know if it's... Is it just because he's clean-shaven and we've gotten used to him with stubble? Uh, is his it, eyebrows look like they were weight? done. Like He got his like eyebrows done for it. Like He looks a little more tan, too. Because here, when we cut immediately, and I really... Even though there's a conversation to be had of should they have done what they do with the characters in this episode mm-hmm. to get us to a new starting point, I do like the cut of all of a sudden we're to this darkened kind of shitty office where jeff was watching that flashy commercial for his law career as things are being taken away from him it immediately tells us everything we need to know about what what has happened to jeff uh, uh, since he since he's left i feel like they don't exactly say that this is how it happened but i don't mind the idea that jeff did learn a lot from greendale went to be a good lawyer this time And because of that, he he didn't play the game and he was selective with what he he was fighting for, I'm sure. And now he's broke and he doesn't have a job. And he he is kind of now disdainful, maybe doubts the lessons that he learned at Greendale as if it's kind of in a bubble. And they tell us all of this really fast and without really telling us. And I think that's a really smart choice. Mm Mm-hmm. We get the return of Alan, and of course, Alan's not a very likable character. But I do think I like his addition in this episode more than I ever have. I think Rod Cordry is the funniest... Is it Rob Cordry? I said Rod. I said yeah. Rod Cordry. Uh, I think Rod is the is the closest <laughs> to that character being funny as he's ever been in this episode. I agree. Uh, he just kind of shows up to poo poo on Jeff, the brooding Jeff with alcohol. Uh, now that. Jen has put it in my head that Jeff is kind of the Dan Harmon proxy now and his alcoholism is Dan's alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it's a storyline that works for the character, but I yeah. think here the way that they're showing it to us is a little bit like, oh, Jeff's got this weird thing. And we, we love Jeff now after all the growth he's I know. gone through. And now he's not quite back to – I don't hate him in this episode. No, me neither he doesn't really even do anything that actively pisses me off because it's story driven and i get it uh it, it just is it kind of feels like they've wiped away quite a bit of the progress that season yeah, 3 4 and did i think for him.
1: they kind of show you know in just jeff's appearance he's got a thicker beard than we've seen him with you know it it's so nice. manicured but it's yeah it, he's kind of you know tried to mature a little bit but th- especially through this scene and at the end you kind of see that he's like looking for a way out of where he is
0: right now. And so when he sees this opportunity, he kind of jumps on it. One thing I want to bring up is that this episode, kind of like the season four finale, it feels kind of clear that there was a longer cut of this episode. Yeah. They've kind of made some edits to smooth it and shorten it. And scenes like this, I feel like we're missing something from it. Uh, When we're learning about Humphreys, this old Greendale student who uh, uh, collapsed a bridge and now that's a case and it's a reason for Jeff to go back to Greendale. I feel like I needed a little bit more out of that than what we got and the show doesn't have time for it and it's got other things to do but because of that I didn't really ever grasp totally or care really anything about that plot line, and then it just kind of goes away. Well,
1: here's what I'll say when it comes to the bridge thing. Greendale's not the good guy in this situation. No, like, the sure. The Dean admits to like just pushing out diplomas,
0: and if it's clear somebody shouldn't be building bridges because people's lives are at risk. I mean, and later, the Dean in this episode, he's not like, I can't believe this slander. He's like, can you help me get out of this one? Yeah. Like, he, yeah, of course. It, which I think is an interesting choice to have it be such a, a, a
1: situation where Greendale is... Probably. Now, we'll
0: hear, I'll say, I don't think it's fault on a school no. that a student who graduated there... I don't think a student graduating from a place and then doing a shitty job has direct ties to his education failing him. It might be more him failing his education. Sure, but if he failed his education, he should...
1: <laughs> but you, you know, know I mean, what I mean?
0: His, like, his thesis was a Lego bridge <laughs> that collapsed as, soon as it yeah. sat, That
1: was also really yeah. funny. I
0: just don't think Greendale is completely uh complicit and no but i think all. that in in the real world this
1: would elicit an investigation into the validity of greendale's curriculum yeah but i mean that's the joke of the show it's not a real college who cares
0: uh, i guess also why... they do say
1: that jeff gets his bachelor's i don't know how many community colleges you can get a bachelor's degree from but go off
0: is that true i don't know that that's true most Stephen.
1: community colleges
0: only offer associates or technical degrees is that true Yeah. I always figured you could get bachelor degrees in like some of the more basic trades. I don't think so because I think they still don't refer to them as a four-year university. But I – and I don't know enough to say otherwise, but I don't know if it's because they don't offer that type of degree but more because it's like a flexible situation. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Maybe I'm only thinking
1: in terms of the community college. Because I colleges don't think you always have me. to
0: go to a different school after community college. I think you can graduate in that way from community college. Are you Googling it? Yeah. I'm I curious. guess maybe it should have taken us before season five of community to figure out how community colleges work. But here we are. Mm-hmm. It looks like
1: some community colleges some. partner with four-year institutions okay. so that you can take classes... Maybe that's more what I'm thinking yeah.
0: because the one locally is with Purdue.
1: Anyways. Yeah, but you'd okay. still be getting your degree from Purdue, not sure. that community yeah,
0: college. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: You're right. So for those at home who, who are wanting to Plan get a bachelor's long. degree.
0: Don't go to a community you college. You
1: can start. Yeah, you can get up to 70% of your bachelor's degree at some schools through community college. But you got to hammer that last 30 by shelling out the big bucks for... For corporate college America. Big college.
0: For big college. I get why this episode did this thing to give a reason for Jeff to go back to Greendale. Mm. But I almost would have rather Jeff is not a total failure in his law but is, is, is feeling empty and sad and needs to go back to his friends who are still at Greendale. I don't think it needed to be this uh, I don't think it needed to be as repiloty as it truly is. No. like what if let's say Jeff is you know
1: uh, doing this thing, his, his star is rising in the law world and he sees that there's a case brewing or like he hears somebody talking about, oh, we're about to take down Greendale and he's like, take down Greendale. that's not good. And so that's why it brings him back to the school. I think that could have been just as believable and without making Jeff a depressed failure lawyer who is
0: developing a drinking issue, you know? Yeah. It is the funny visual how throughout this whole scene that they're talking, people in the background just taking things (laughs) away one by one. Like, it's (laughs) bad, relatively quick for Jeff. Yeah. I also, in a late era community tradition, um, I don't love the joke that cuts into the theme song where it's like they take the alcohol from him and he's like, that, that's all I had. That's it. Yeah. That's not like a big enough laugh. It just makes me feel kind of sad. Mhm. Another reason why I think maybe there was more to this scene that ended up getting caught out. Mhm. We get the theme song and I watch really closely to see how different it is now that uh, Chevy's card's not in in the thing. And I noticed at the end of the theme song, you know, it's like one by one they all just fade away. Ba, 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 but there ba, was no ba, there's like ba. Da. Yeah. I hit my microphone really bad during that, so sorry for the audience. Nice. Ba, ba, ba. It was just ba. Yeah, There's no that club. was the thing I noticed too. Because
1: I was like, seeing I was like, okay, did they like shorten it or anything? I was like, ah, oh, they did shorten it.
0: I'm pretty sure that shot that they show of, and we're in community never goes outside territory. Mm-hmm. It takes place in like the four sets that they have. They don't have that much money anymore. Yeah, uh, and I they show that stock footage of people walking on campus that I think might literally be from the first episode. Wow, remember when every episode used to start with the dean making announcements? Yeah. Wow! Then they kind of sidestepped that to the dean showing up into the study uh-huh. room to announce something. I really like the dean giving announcements. I like I did the too. That's like how episode. the first several episodes started, and it's something that they go on here for more often. Uh, for uh, in the future, that joke of the dean talking about Greendale being ranked number two on its own website—they <laughs> make jokes like that a lot over the announcements in the future that I think are really funny. Jeff Winger walks the streets of Greendale for the first time in a while and steps into the dean's office, but on the way he sees his debate team trophy and a little article. I love how they have this whole huge trophy case for their debate trophy, and it's just this tiny little trophy. That's really teensy funny. teensy tiny little trophy, and it's got this whole trophy case. Pretty solid shut-up Leonard here, even mm-hmm. though it, it's never good to think about how Leonard has dementia and is not long for this world. Jeff oh. Crosses into the dean's office and takes a deep breath. Um, I don't know. This The vibes here are still weird. They feel a lot more like the – it feels more like a movie than a sitcom. In yeah, this episode. sure. Uh, and it feels like the characters are acting more like people, but because they have gotten so funny and cartoonish, it makes them feel a little off in a different way hmm It's hard for me to find much to say about the Humphreys plot because I do not care that much about it.
1: Yeah, we have so Jeff, Jeff trying to, to sweet-talk the secretary, but it's not really working. I do like the moment where the dean walks out and is like, why are you wearing Jeff's
0: Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> and it's a reunion that maybe has the most, I don't know, makes me smile the most of anything in the episode. Yeah, uh, We're not distant... From the last episode, so we don't get this huge like oh they're seeing each other again for the first time. But the Dean and Jeff just have this thing. Yeah. And and seeing how excited the Dean gets, it just obviously like brightens up his spirits. I think Jim Rash is really great in this scene. Uh the Dean I like in this episode because I think they treat him more like a dude. I do too. Uh, and, and I, and I think it's a really funny. Pathetic one at that.
1: Yeah, and you can kinda of tell the Dean's in waiting. For Jeff to walk in he's like Jeff's gonna walk in here and realize that it wasn't the classes that was why he stuck around it was me
0: <laughs> His fa- my favorite joke that he gets in this bit is when he's talking about uh, you can use the study room it's a records room now we had to close it after you guys left for sentimental reasons and he takes the perfect amount of pause before he says anabestus reasons it's really <laughs> really good Jim Rash so good. is so good and we cut to the study room uh, does it really throw you off how dark this episode is it doesn't bother
1: me, but it's noticeable.
0: Yeah, I when I watched this for the last time, I let the beginning of the next episode play, and it's still probably darker than season four, but not dark like this. Mm. I wondered more. Isn't it? Does this episode pretty much entirely take place at night? Does it? Well, I guess it didn't just then because people were walking around the school. But I do feel like a lot of what happens with the study group at the school is after school because later Jeff goes into the cafeteria to beat on Alan, and nobody's in there. That's true. So it maybe that's it the was case. At night and it's dark. So maybe that's why some of the darkness is. I'm not sure. Yeah. I like as he's looking through the H's in the files that are just an absolute mess. One of them is herpes comma <laughs> water fountains. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, yikes. Steven, please tell me that you were never the my lips touch the water fountain kind of guy. Oh my God, no. What the f***? But I've never been able to master the like where you hold your head a certain way and the water just falls directly into your mouth. I'm more of like a... <sighs> like slurper sorry for those noises everybody but you know what i mean i just like stick my lips in it and hope for the best
1: i don't make a noise when i drink at a water fountain but i definitely go at it from like the top angle i just inhale the water
0: like falls into your mouth
1: no i I don't do that i I just go people that can do that that they just like i mean i'm sure i could but i don't want to put my head on a water fountain yeah and i've always had hair that's too long to be around like that because it adds an extra like couple inches to my my head's depth when i tilt sure. it over sure and i can't risk that getting can't risk herpes that. on it can't risk from it from a water fountain at least
0: uh i like this moment here when abed shows up jeff doesn't get very long to look through the records or to find anything because abed was called by the dean to show up to help save greendale uh i really like all of abed's first lines here when yeah. he's being super meta talking about seasons uh calling back dialogue uh it's a it is another one of the nice reunions in this episode Uh, He announces that uh, the dean called him to help save Greendale, and because of that, he called everybody else. So again, uh, like in the first episode, Jeff thinks he's going to do something slimy that only affects like a couple people at Greendale, Mm -hmm. but instead it's going to affect all of these people. They're all back. They say, I called everybody, and everybody shows up, and there's really no conversation at all about why everybody doesn't include Pierce. No. And I think I wanted that more from this episode. I don't think they needed to make a big deal out of it. And I maybe it's because they're just trying to distance the show from that like controversy. Yeah. But uh, Pierce graduated in the end of season four. Supposedly all of these people have graduated since then. Uh, Pierce is alive. We find out a little bit later that Pierce is not allowed on campus anymore during yeah. his hologram thing. I, I wish they would have given us a line in here somewhere of like... Wasn't it f***ed up when Pierce did this and now he can't come here anymore? I don't know. I feel like I just needed something. Yeah, I feel like Abe could
1: have been like, well, everyone except Pierce because he's not allowed on campus anymore. And that would have been,
0: like, fine. That yeah. That been enough. I needed something. But instead, it's like the elephant in the room, and they, they pointed that later with the magnitude mm-hmm. line. So the whole group is back together, and everything is different. They all seem older. They all seem sadder. They all seem, like, not as close and kind of jumbling over one another. It's an interesting thing to see. And even though the study group is only minus Pierce, doesn't it immediately just feel smaller?
1: It doesn't necessarily feel smaller to me because I feel like this is a study group that we had for a lot of season four. True. So it feels roughly the same. Like. But Whenever
0: it was everyone around the table, which wasn't as often, usually Pierce was there. It was just that they were splitting up into stories that no sure. longer involved him. I think as far as them all like pulling off the chairs and, and sitting at the table. Uh, but they do. They pull all the stuff off the table as much as they can. They set up their chairs. And Abed goes right into the TV side of it of how they can reboot. They can revamp. It can be a do-over. And I really like the way that this show in this episode pays homage to scrubs yeah i'm sure they're scared that them kind of rebooting their own show is gonna be like when scrubs did that yeah and so they're kind of making that joke it's like the opposite of we made paintball cool again they're like making the shitty joke about themselves before we can and it yeah. works it's really funny it does i really like the the scrubs references And the bit that leads towards Jeff becoming a teacher with Abed calling it before anyone else mentions it is perfect. I remember that reveal for the first time. Of course it's going to be Jeff becomes a teacher. And, like, of course Abed, like, smelled it from (laughs) 10 miles (laughs) away. From a mile away, Yeah. The study group is committed to save Greendale, and uh, is this when they had said... Did they say already that they're planning on re-enrolling in classes, or is that later? No, not yet. That's later. They're just committed to saving Greendale right now, and Jeff wasn't looking for that. He said save Greendale so he could help get the information that was going to take down Greendale. But Mm -hmm. now he's uh, pulled in further than he wanted, as he so often is, because he does care about these people, although... It seems that Jeff is a little too distant from how truly integral all these people have been to each other for so many yeah. years now. It seems like too much of that is lost in this episode. Well, like I didn't expect Jeff to be hanging out with them once he
1: left the school necessarily, but even though he, you know, maybe isn't happy that they showed up, he would be happy to see them, you know, cuz they he says later on they're the only people that he cares about. But, you know, I think he
0: Downplays a lot how actually happy he would be to see them. Yeah. Let's do a little Donald watch now that we're at sadly the end of Donald Glover's tenure on Community. And a lot of people do say nowadays, not that season four is the real downfall, but when Donald leaves. And I disagree with that. Look, losing Donald is huge. But even in these last five episodes, I mean, he's just kind of there to like uh, say a joke every now and then. See, I thought Troy,
1: I mean, even though story-wise, Troy I was a he's huge part of it. I think very funny jokes in this were, episode. F-
0: yeah. I think he some gets a lot of the best, of the best lines. But I don't know. What I'll say is I remember when this episode first came out that that was the big talk was that Troy's leaving in five episodes. So Mm -hmm. you kind of went into this episode thinking about that. And I remember feeling disappointed that there wasn't more Troy when I watched it for the very first time because I was thinking he's gone in five episodes. These episodes should be immediately starting to set up what he's going to do. But the community is not really like that and never really was. It makes sense that they don't do it that way. And now watching this episode, I I look back and I think, oh, no, they used Troy pretty well in this episode.
1: Yeah, I remember being very sad when Donald Glover left the show, and I still watched the rest of season five, but I remember I was a lot less excited,
0: you know, I really like the second half of season five. I do think that there are some stinkers. The season finale is, like, Not Mm -hmm. very good at all. It's not season four bad, but it's not the best season finale. I don't think it's because Donald left that season five got bad. Mm -hmm. I think maybe it's more that they only had 13 episodes. Yeah. That a couple of the episodes are stinkers, and that, like, has a greater effect on the season as a whole. But there's some really great episodes after Troy Lee's. we got Meow Meow Beans. Uh, I really like, there's a really good episode that's, like, about professor duncan kind of mm-hmm. um there's some good stuff there's the next D D episode after he leaves there's gi jeff bear down for there's bear down midterms. for midterms i love that episode i Me think that's too. the first episode after troy leaves yeah i am just as there's that ben well that's before troy leaves but ben folds is in an upcoming episode which is very uh, i'm excited to have an excuse to talk about ben folds on the podcast big fan mm-hmm. come on the show ben let's talk about it i love troy's scrub season nine line it's great That he's so upset about, how could he do that after everything Scrubs did for him? Yeah. And how can Troy do this to us after everything Community did for him? (laughs) Very funny. Jeff walks into the dean's office while he's vision boarding, and the dean is not happy about being interrupted while being uh, there vision boarding. Yeah. Uh, And and Jeff comes to question the dean about the information about Humphreys he's not getting, and realizes that, of course, the dean has shredded everything that they have about Humphreys. Uh, He's trying to – this is where it kind of brings up what you said, that Greendale is not totally innocent in this scenario. People might come pointing at Greendale. And the dean – I like it here. The dean isn't stupid. He knows that they're going to have to cover this shit up. And if enough bad press comes towards Greendale, that will mean less diplomas. Less diplomas means less students. Less students means less money. Less money means no Greendale. And I really like that the dean is – Like, inept. But here we see a little bit more about, like, he knows how to keep the school running and he's got to figure something out Mm -hmm. after this is happening. I I like the Dean's angle here. Yeah. I think Jim actually gives a really great performance in this episode because they're asking him to do something a little bit different than he's had to do before. I agree. This bit was so random. Jeff leaves the Dean's office and calls Alan and talks to him about progress. And Alan is sitting at a desk and ends up getting kicked (laughs) out of it because it's the concierge desk at a hotel. Yeah. Rob Corddry is really animated in this episode. I think he does mm-hmm. a lot of good work there. Yeah, the I agree. sisters dating line is really, really funny, and now they're all pissed. It's really <laughs> good. What's Jeff trying to get out of them here? He's trying to start well a, he, a
1: class action lawsuit Cause he's like, well, this out. angle's dead, so I'm yeah. gonna start
0: a class action, and I know just the people to do it. And at this point, Alan still thinks that he's going to be the one who gets all the credit for all of this. Yeah. And Jeff is just trying to get more stuff out of him before he cuts him to the curb. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jeff gets his evil plan there. He looks and prays over the study group and decides that he's going to use these people to help him get money out of Greendale, this place that did so much for him. Maybe this episode needed a little bit more of showing why Jeff is doing these things, showing that now he has disdain for Greendale because he went back to law and it didn't work and now he thinks it's Greendale's fault, where in some places the episode does good showing instead of telling. I think it could have told us a little bit more in some areas, kind of like with the Pierce thing, Um, Mm -hmm. that it feels weird that he would turn like this and be so predatory on these people so soon after like the the love fest that ended season four. Mm Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part of this whole episode is just the moments of people minus Jeff around the study group either talking or like ad-libbing in the background. There's, yeah. That's like my, the, the part of this episode that makes me feel the most warm and makes me feel like these characters are acting a little bit more like themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't quite notice they were as cartoony as they were in season four when we were yeah. watching it. Super duper. Another thing, so here we get the Britta analogy owl joke. That is the one, well, that's a funny joke, but that's the one angle on this episode where I'm like, Dan Harmon's back, so Britta's a punching bag again. Yep. That's like the one thing. I talk about these characters being more like people, and that tracks for how Gillian is portraying Britta in this episode, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: she's back to being a joke and and her not being taken seriously at all, and that makes me a little sad. Well, and they
1: even make a joke about Britta turning into the airhead of the group, but they don't yeah. fix it. They just
0: do what and they she's do. And stupid. Instances. Yeah. I don't know. Jeff's trying to do some reverse psychology here without like telling the study group that he's going to use this information against Greendale. And this gives us a little more information on what everyone's been up to since the last season. And I think we should talk a little bit about each person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie, as this... Drug rep makes a lot of sense for me, and the irony there makes a lot of sense for me. Yeah, Uh, and it being a job that she gets pointed towards without expecting and feeling really stuck in, I think this is pretty good development for Annie. For her, I think so
1: too. I think that was one of the better, yeah. Um,
0: because this could have started as something that she was excited about as a career choice and quickly becomes a nightmare. I think that makes a lot of sense, is good. Britta's a bartender, and she's, like, downplaying it and trying to talk like she's doing more with her psychology interests, which, I mean, bartenders certainly do. Sure. Uh, But this tracks for me, too, even if I don't like her being a punching bag again, that Britta Mm -hmm. just kind of got a job. And then Britta asked Troy what he's been up to. I didn't – there's not a hint of, hi, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. At all. And I don't know that I need that all the time when they're on screen, but, like, since we're back to the beginnings, kind of, maybe we did need a little moment there. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I like Troy in this episode a lot. He's really sweet in his whole, yeah. like, oh, what am I doing? Well, Abed's doing this thing, and when it takes off, I'm going <laughs> to sue him. And it's this plan that they've made together, and they're excited about.
1: <laughs> it's really cute. It's really cute. Also, we Abed. the reveal that, yeah, that, that, that you know, because Abed is, is coding now, and he's like, well, I mean, I did
0: some film work. I was on this commercial, but I didn't I get never paid. never got paid. That check's coming any day now. That was a yeah. really funny joke. That's where we're back to the community writing that in season four, the writing was smart, but now the writing is smart and connected to something that we yeah. didn't know that we were supposed to be paying attention to again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where at first totally. it's just this, this cheesy commercial, then you're like, oh, of course Abed directed it. Oh, of course Jeff didn't pay him for it. I mm-hmm. love that we're back to doing that kind of arrested development mentality yeah, totally. on the show, and I'm really glad to have that back. They have that little meta commentary we talked about about the 555 numbers. Mm-hmm. That's something that's always bothered me once you notice that all the all the phone numbers are 555. And now whenever something isn't 555, I call it nice. And oftentimes there will be like a thing. Like where you call a number and they will be like better call Saul, that kind of thing. Really? Like nice. the like better the call TV Saul show. number is really better call Saul, that kind of thing.
1: Oh, if that's it's so not cool. a
0: 555 number. And it's on a show. I recommend calling it because they're aware of that. They're aware that it's a number that leads to something when they put it on yeah. the show. Uh, some shows have gotten in trouble before, though, where I think... They put real numbers on accident? And it ended up being like a sex line. Oh. Like, I think, it, I think the Animaniacs, the reboot of Animaniacs did that. Where Holy they had shit. a phone number in the episode, and it was a sex line. And they had to, like, edit the episode and fix it. Oh my God. That's great. But I also like that they bring up a little extra tension from Annie, who even though Abed's like a successful coder, I didn't know this, you stopped paying rent and you haven't been helping anymore. I like this idea that Abed would be the one to find success, but something's going on there too. I almost wish they would have had time to show us more of that. Well, is he a successful coder or is he just working on a social media app? I guess that's true.
1: I guess maybe you're right. Okay. And honestly, I here's my thing. Abed's yeah. never had a job before. Yeah. So you can assume that maybe his rent was covered by his dad or something. But so also, did any of these people
0: commercial? have jobs? Had we seen any of them have jobs? I think that's Rittas just kind had of... had some jobs. Has she? Yeah. Where? She worked at that diner. Oh, okay, sure. But, like where where i don't i think the show is beyond that i don't think they have time to show us like where all these people work what what all their families are like what all their friends outside of school are like i i think some things you just kind of have to go with you know cuz like i don't know who else you think troy and abed both don't have jobs and for a while it was just their apartment what's troy doing for work how is he getting money you think their parents are just paying for him Maybe. what are troy's parents we know they're jehovah's witness but we don't know shit about troy's family other yeah, than that yeah it's true I've thought about that. That's something that I really wish the show could have gotten to. Like we met George his... Uh, was grandma. it his grandma? Yeah. The group get in a fight because they're all kind of jabbing at... Uh, they're being critical Only of Only on other. Tummy Tuesday. Zach. One thing I like about this episode here, even though it's sad to see them like this, in season four, when they were supposed to be mad at each other, I didn't believe it. But in this yeah. episode, in this scene, it's like, oh, how far we've come. And how they're... Different. Like Annie looks like a real adult now. Uh, sure. Shirley really looks hardened. Uh, they, it's as soon as they start yelling, Shirley opens up. The Andres left her again, and oof, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? That they decided to do that with Shirley.
1: I get they were trying to say that like things took a turn, and I like that. The but it's issue... like they're saying
0: that's the only thing they know to no, do with absolutely. Shirley. No, absolutely.
1: They're like, well, the only thing we gave her is this, so let's just take it away, I guess. If that sells you know, the moment
0: well, it hits and you feel awful for Shirley. But, mm-hmm. like,
1: do is all that else. you could yeah. do
0: for Shirley is family and kids sandwiches? Yep. Maybe she had, like, uh, some. What's to die. that, the,
1: the Turing test where. It's not
0: that. The Bechdel test about women characters? Yeah, the Bechdel. What's the Turing test? I don't know. Is that the a Bechdel thing? test is like. Are there, I, and I do not pass the Bechdel test. I don't know how to say, I don't know it right, but it has something to it's, do with, it's, like, uh,
1: I do, the do know what it is, Zach, so I'll finish my sentence. No,
0: but I'm talking It's now. if <laughs> women
1: characters exist in a film, if they talk to each other, not about a man, yeah. family, or kids, if they're on yeah. screen at the same time.
0: Yeah. And it happens way less than you would think.
1: Yeah. There, I saw still. this thing where it was telling all the Oscar movies that don't pass yeah. the Bechdel test. and it's most like all of them. Don't. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it feels like a waste to do something a little more meaningful with Shirley, um because you can't really go anywhere from this because we've seen her get back with Andre before. You don't want to watch it happen again, and they also don't do anything like with newly single Shirley I don't know it's it's like mm-hmm. a halting point rather than a branching off of point, I think yeah, and Jeff lightly but decidedly points out that what well, you guys are saying this sounds like a case. Do you think it's a case? Is it the school's fault that all these people are depressed now? Um, like, is it, there, is it the school's fault abstractly? Sure. No. In the eyes yeah, of the but law? but not directly.
1: And I think their cases are a lot weaker than a fucking bridge collapsing.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: <laughs> because it's not the school's fault that the degree didn't get them into the career they wanted. That's the case yeah. no matter where
0: you go to school. So Jeff leaves for them to stew in this, and this is when we get the shot of Troy that really points out that there's an empty seat next to him, and we get the "Do you guys feel weird about doing this without magnitude?" line. How do That's you feel funny. about this? I feel like this is a weird spit in the face to Chevy that the character of Pierce doesn't need. I thought it was funny because it's like them saying, "Like we don't need you. We don't even notice you're gone." But we all notice that he's gone, and I needed to hear. But like, here's what I'll say: Pierce went back cause... to his home planet, never to be seen again, or whatever.
1: Well, here's, here's what I'll say, and yeah. I also think this about like you saying that you wish they would have like, made more of a nod to like, why Pierce isn't there. They didn't include Pierce before he graduated for a hmm. long time. They didn't want to include Pierce hmm. in things. He just kept showing up, and yeah, he, hmm. they weren't going to be actively mean to him all the time.
0: Okay. But they don't give a shit that he's not there. They yeah. feel the same. Yeah, that's true. I just think, I mean, they could have done that with it. I think I just needed a little bit more. Like, in sure. Pierce's direction, even if that's the idea. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, they don't talk about it at all. Yeah. Well, they don't talk about Hawthorne, nor, nor, oh God. nor. They don't talk about Hawthorne. Yeah, so here, it must be nighttime. Jeff shows up in the cafeteria just to, uh, what, is, like, Alan eating something in a bowl by himself? Yeah, <laughs> he, like, called him, him and there? said, hey, I'm in the cafeteria of this college that somehow I'm <laughs> at now. This scene that's happening here where Jeff, like, starts to monologue at Alan then says, you don't get a monologue. I'm mad at you. I'm going to hit you with your tie. Cool scene. Jeff – or Joel performs it really well. Here's what I don't like. There's nothing in this episode about, like, why Jeff is better than Alan. It's true. He's stooping to the same level. So why does he have the higher ground here? Why is he pulling this thing on Alan? Well, if
1: anything, he is, like – betraying him they're supposed to do this together as yeah. a team and work on this case and jeff's like actually i'm gonna take the case and you're gonna yeah. you should be scared of me because i i feel bad about what i've done but i'm still gonna do bad
0: this is, what, this is what should have happened the pierce scene should have come before this mm-hmm. and that like jostles him and then he's like F- you alan yeah but i guess we need this moment of him being like i'm gonna them over and you over at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels like Jeff taking the higher ground when there's no reason. If for anyone's to. gonna take advantage of my friends, it's gonna be yeah, amazing. for real. Yeah, it is funny to hear Jeff start to winger speech and then be like, you know what, never mind. F- you yeah, I thought it was funny that he was up. wearing a clip on tie. <laughs> that is funny. That so really it's funny. easier. For, oh, I guess Alan. But it's so it's yeah. easier for them to take it off and stuff. Sure. The scene, but it also paints a deeper picture of Alan mm-hmm. and the man we know him to be. I also hated it, the like, oh my god, the, there's that scene and it's funny, and then it just cuts to a really dour I failed my family. I failed my kids. Like ooh. I failed Bones. Nothing like Dr. Temperance this. Brennan.
1: Miss Emily Deschanel, who played the New York front desk person of a building where Peter Parker was delivering pizzas. Yeah. Come on.
0: Also, I feel like the show looks better this yes. season like, smoother, like, clearer. Yeah, like a little more higher definition. hmm Do you agree? They Did got you them 2014 cameras. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, it looks good. I like Abed. You people are all just ones and zeros to me. That's his problem. And then Shirley's like, yeah, like, we, you were really <laughs> adaptive to emotions before that. <laughs> Troy being so sad and not knowing why just to fit in. And Donald's delivery of it there shows that even as he's, like, ready to get out of here, he's still having fun. Yeah, And I don't think it's the same as where he's like, get me out of here. He's just no. like, I'm really, or that he's having a bad time there. It's just that, like, being a main cast member on a show it's takes up a lot of time. And he's got a lot of other stuff to do. And that uses yeah. up a lot of time. And the show's already, like, I'm sure he was making those decisions before Dan Harmon was coming well, back.
1: Well, and at this point in the show, Zach, his music career was pretty f***ing big because before, because the internet because came the inter- out.
0: Before Because of the Internet. This was before it? But it was like in the ramp up to Because the Internet. Okay. Because this was around the time, do you remember when he posted those uh, hotel notes on his Instagram? Yeah. And parts of wanna it want to be Tyrese. Parts of it were like, I'm afraid Dan Harmon hates me. He's like, mm-hmm. I didn't leave community because I wanted to rap, like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that was like all as, maybe because the internet was done but not out yet. I okay. think that was after his tenure on Community ended, like shortly wow. after, which was also good timing for it to be like mm-hmm. him making a name from in the TV because that stirs up all kinds of news. Yeah. And he has an album Speaking of draws...
1: Donald Glover, last season of Atlanta is coming soon. I'm really excited. Not the last season.
0: Yeah, the last season. They're filming seasons three and four at the same time. Okay. Maybe four is the last one. I'm sure there's at least a four. Yeah. Okay, because I, I didn't that they're know ending if they it. announced that it was, did they announce that they were ending yeah, it? Yeah, they
1: said it's the end of it, yeah.
0: That makes sense. But there's okay. going to be at least four. You That's know? good. I thought that three was just going to be the end. Jeff returns to the study room and everyone has come to the realization that they are worse off and, uh, because it, and it's because of Greendale. But as always, it's not really because of Greendale, it's because no. Jeff talked <laughs> them into thinking a certain way. Yeah. Uh, and, but Jeff is pulled through a loop because he thinks they're going to say, okay, let's do Greendale. But that's not it. They're like, let's enroll back into Greendale. We mm-hmm. all decided that we <laughs> need to go back to Greendale and take classes. <laughs> it didn't work the first time. And they'll like, start, Greendale, Greendale. That's really silly. Yeah. Cute moment. <laughs> I like Britta's arms. And then the Chang review is <laughs> perfect because it's the last thing you expect in this moment. And then he literally pops out of moving boxes that have been there the whole time to show that he's got to this, boxes like— To boxes that
1: they already moved out of the way, too. <laughs> he's got this,
0: like—I have a picture of this, like, pillows and blankets level cave of boxes that he's got yeah. back there that he's, like, hold himself out in. He's opens, a door opens the and door and comes out of it. So yeah, Chang. They're like, ah, Chang, Kevin, and Chang is. I do like that they mention Chang Nisha. It makes me wonder why they'll mention that, but they won't mention some other things from season yeah. four. But for him to be like, no, no, all that shit, fuck that. I'm Chang. I cops my crimes. I went to jail. They gave me house arrest. I live here now, and I teach math. Deal with it. <laughs> and that's what I need out of Chang because I love having him yeah. around. And that like offic- this like officially basically. like throws everything out and starts over. And with yeah. a character like this, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I think. And Ken's delivery was so like, just like this is what it is. Like, and I can do but this. I don't and have I'm here. a home.
0: when he can't figure out the math of like how far he can get from where he's at and i love that they must have attached to that
1: like okay you stay here and he's like well if i just rip this off this cord goes about
0: 30 feet i'm good all of the lines chang was faking his changnesia and then troy they rehired a teacher they fired for trying (laughs) to burn down the school yeah, it did bug me a little that after being rehired Annie as a guard, after being real. impersonating a teacher. <laughs> but <laughs> Which thank I had God forgotten we're back that to... he
1: was fired from being a Spanish teacher because he wasn't a real teacher. <laughs> thank but God. But they're we're like, back Oh fuck it, he's a teacher can, now. I guess. Like
0: tell us that like we don't care. It's yeah. funny. And so here are jokes, and we'll make a joke about it. That's like in
1: the same vein for me as one of my favorite BoJack Horseman jokes, the George Clooners one. It was like George Clooney. And they're like, I thought it was George Clooners. They're like, who cares? cares?
0: Because who cares? (laughs) Didn't Shang try to murder us all? Who cares? Who cares? Wearing pajamas. Jeff is getting closer and closer to getting the study group to agree to sue, and that's when Alan makes his entrance to double cross. I love which I like
1: that writing that they have Alan come in and do that because it very easily could have just been Jeff tries to like, you know, dupe the study group, and then he ends up having a change of heart. But no, Jeff gets caught. Yeah, because Alan's like, "Hey, you can't just beat my ass in the cafeteria and think (laughs) that I'm not going to
0: come in here and tell on you. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to die here on the floor." Abed clapping out of being uncomfortable or thinking it's time for me to clap. <laughs> they said in the commentary that that wasn't in the cut of the episode, and then they saw like all the coverage they had, and they s- picked it out and put it back in. That's funny. I think it was a really good choice. Brit
1: is making a great face, because like, they all know who Alan is. They met him at the lawyer party thing.
0: And they haven't gotten to the point. As far as they know, Jeff is just here to save Greendale at this point. Yeah. So Alan shows up to double cross Jeff and to point out what Jeff was trying to do to the study group, but it still ends up working out in Jeff's favor. They yeah. still like see like, oh well, if what Troy says says everything, Troy stands up to sign the paper first. What right? Because not, yeah, not he's like, yet. I mean, if Jeff didn't change, then I guess we didn't either. So. Yeah, right, the commercial comes, and then it's still right after it. When they realize that Jeff didn't change, maybe this place did hurt all of us and we should take over it. I mm. love that they have Troy be the one who stands up to go sign the paper. And when he says it the way he says it, that if Jeff does, didn't change, it just cuts. It cuts coming from yeah. Troy. Who well, and, and Jeff is kind of pointing jokes.
1: out, you know, to all the characters how they have devolved from what they were before. the Clive-Hohen Yeah, and that's Tumblr before that. Be the Clive and Tumblr um, funny. But... What how do you feel about the gas leak
0: year jokes? Is that something that like does it bug you that they say it like three or four times? I thought I it was one... really funny when it happened when the season yeah. came out and when I didn't like season 4. But in the hindsight of how much should we really celebrate Dan mm-hmm. Harmon, it feels a little like it feels a little douchey. It feels like it's just yeah. dis- it's discounting the hard work that the people did their best. Uh just like I I don't think it's their their fault that season 4 was as close to not good as it got Sometime doesn't mm. mean you have to dunk on him like that sure um, yeah I don't know it's it's a joke that's fine it, it hasn't it's aged fine. the best but it's okay I what feel do you similar do you way feel about the same
1: yeah I feel about the same I don't think they need to say gas leak eight times in the this scene but we get it yeah yeah like after Andy said it that was enough well and and it shows that you know Troy still uh, this you staged a robot fight mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> troy thinking of the implications of a robot destroying a town uh but jeff a lot of times is who troy looked up to when troy went through his big maturation process in season three especially season two and three um he you know looked at jeff as like someone who he's like okay this is someone i want to look up to but then realized okay i don't always have to look up to jeff i'm an adult too like everyone's flawed i'm mature but then here this whole scene is one of my big issues with this episode zach
0: yeah, tell not me. because
1: I don't think that the study group would have signed, but they're all like, well, Jeff, if you say so, we're yeah, going to do whatever sure. you say no matter what. We were just all going to sign up for classes. Th- but there's if you not say, even one to hold out of, like, but Greendale yeah. helped me. Like, not even Britta is going to question Jeff.
0: Yeah, That is a stretch for me. Or like Abed? Yeah. Because even Abed's kind of, like, jabbing at Jeff as he's signing it.
1: Yeah. He's like, well, you wouldn't lead us astray, so it must be right. You know, and he's saying it kind of sarcastically. But the fact that Shirley, Troy and Annie and Brit like just I don't know that bothered me because I feel like I get the point is that the characters didn't actually grow as much as maybe we thought they did, but they're still their own human beings. they've been functioning independently i maybe the the idea is that they weren't actually functioning well without Jeff, and so they think they need him, but nobody but says that. that's a idea, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. That's that's my only real issue with the whole episode. Like, that's my hmm. big thing, is this scene, I was like, what the f***? Like, no, like, I would be fine with them all signing it, that's not my problem, but nobody puts up any sort of question, they're like, well, if Jeff says that this is what we need to do, then we're all in an episode do it now.
0: where the characters act more like real people. All of a sudden, they just act as a group when they need to. And yeah, I agree with you that that feels lazy. Yeah. I do like then Abed's like, I would now like to take the table out and burn it. And I like how on the table it has the axe marks from when Jeff yeah. took an axe to it. I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. And he wants to burn it for the same reason he never gave back the movie to Blockbuster because nobody else deserves it. I think that's a really <laughs> funny line. Yeah. And there are a lot of funny lines that we've missed in this episode too. Also, mm-hmm. how was it until season five, episode one, that it took me to realize that the table, the table was comes two apart? put together? Yeah, that's wild. Jeff walks outside victorious with the list in hands and is startled as shit by a hologram of one Pierce Hawthorne. Uh, We haven't seen the last of Pierce. We haven't (laughs) seen the last of Chevy in the show. He gets this commentary he gets this moment, this cameo, where through a memorial hologram for a living Mm -hmm. man, Pierce gives Jeff a pep talk about why Greendale is a good place. And Obviously, this makes no sense, and like someone's already pointed out to us, it's never brought up again, so was it really even there? Yeah. I could see you having issues with this, but I think the sentiment of having this, like, after all the drama behind the scenes, that they did get Chevy to agree for Dan to come back and do this moment, I think Mm -hmm. it speaks a lot for the show. I think it's a really great, like, Shaking hands and putting it behind us and moving on. Um, Dan mentioned in the commentary, like obviously it's better listened to than me explaining, but he said like, look, all the public grief I've given Chevy, uh, I wanted to do this scene with him. I I texted him and asked if he'd be willing to come do a cameo. He texted me back, yes, within five minutes. And then the rest of the season was texting him, asking when he could come back, not understanding why he wasn't just a part of it. Wow, which is wild. I don't. Yeah. I am definitely not on the side of Chevy Chase, but I do like that that he cared. And still there's would have this done coda the show. to the dramatic story of Community and Dan and Chevy. There's a coda to it that is a little bit of a happy ending. Hmm. Do you have anything to say about Force Ghost Pierce? I think it's so funny. It's that he's, fine. He's yeah, got. I... What what this paints a picture for me. So Pierce does something to get him banned from the campus, so he pays for like this wing of the school to be named and after the hologram him. of him, so that even though he can't literally be on the campus, what are they going to do? Not take all of the shit that he's paying for here? Yeah, he's of course Pierce going to make a campus. donation
1: and get a f***ing hologram in there.
0: That's like a really funny Pierce bit and a funny Pierce character joke that I think they could have told a little more clearly. Yeah, and I
1: think that that's something that they could have gone back to, is have the... Every once in a while, the Pierce hologram just scares the shit out. of Or the
0: Pierce sexual sensitivity section of the school could have been something that's referenced, Mm -hmm. sure. And it's the best (laughs) awful last Pierce joke at the end for him to be like, "Do I sound gay at the end? Do you want to do Do another take?" take? Yeah, it's not funny. It's another Pierce shitty thing. But like Pierce, we we see him for the last time as we saw him all the time, like shouting off nonsense. And then still managing to kind of be funny when he's doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's a good official last Pierce. We're done with him until a couple episodes from now, a story surrounds the idea of him. But that is for real the last appearance of Chevy Chase on Community. And it's so sad, I've mentioned this before recently, that he's supposed to be this touchstone comedy icon. And he is, but he's always going to have this baggage when community could have been the perfect like coda for his career and instead it's kind of just a missed opportunity mm-hmm. and that's sad yeah. uh we okay so now jeff walks into the dean's office and the dean's unclothed and like yells jeffrey i'm not decent lily pointed out when we watched this last night like what was he doing he was just standing there why was he He naked? was just hanging out man it's his office but he puts a coma komo- a kimono on quickly <laughs> And what's happening in this scene? Why is Jeff rubbing the, the paper in the dean's face?
1: Because Jeff's like, you have to be better, because I almost got people who care about this school
0: to sue it. And I almost believed myself that I don't care about this school. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like the dean having to hear this, having to... Uh, I don't know. They're, this is the first time that they're treating him like a person. They're like, yeah. you're in charge of the school. Jeff's like, you're in charge of the school. Do better. And the dean, I really like how this last bit comes together the dean offers for jeff to help the school jeff asks for money they can't give money but we can give a job Mm. jeff makes a slavery joke not always great but it is kind of funny yeah and then the dean's like well i mean there's nothing in the budget for school saver but and then the perfect jeff saying screw you abed (laughs) because abed could see it from a mile away jeff's destined to become a teacher here Mm -hmm. perfect what do you think about the table burning? The uh, the symbolic. I think of that it, it's starting it's, from scratch. You know, yeah. we're in the set where the first episode ended, so it kind of looks like the end of the first episode when they were all sitting around. In well, this area. season five
1: was was the first season since probably the first two that I watched as it aired, mm-hmm. and I remember the ending of the set. Like I remember like this very very vividly watching it, and I remember I being like, too. okay, cool. We're, you know, I think it's a, it's an image that stays with you for sure. And, yeah. And it signals, you know, that we're... I don't want to call it back to community, but I want to say we're. it's a new beginning. Yeah. Which is like the, you know, third new beginning they've had in the show thus far. But, yeah. you know, I, I like it.
0: I needed a stronger arc for Jeff in this episode. I needed Jeff to have a reason to smile at a point in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does show that... Mm, the the episode, the, the heart of it is whether or not Jeff does love Greendale, how he feels about it, but love isn't really a part of it anymore. Uh, yeah. The heart the heart that I liked about season four is kind of gone from this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I needed this episode to have a moment of Jeff being like, even though this is kind of that moment, it's still a little sardonic. It's not as mm-hmm. like, I love you guys, I love this place. It's like, well, I've ended up here again. Yeah. Um, uh, so what I'm kind of thinking as we get towards the end of this so Community rebooted itself. It said, we're going to be a different show now. And mm-hmm. this episode pretty clearly says, like, we are new Community. We are not old Community again. We're, like, new, new Community. And I don't think it needed to do that, but this episode really commits to that and shows that, yeah, like, it this does. is first episode again. And I do have a lot of respect for that.
1: Yeah, well, I think and that's part of the reason why... Dan Harmon on the show does bring a different air because he's
0: going to commit hundred percent to whatever his idea we is. We said it about bad. season four. There are episodes good or bad that would have been more committed to if Dan had been the one mm-hmm. who did it. All of their reasons at the end here where they're like, I need to come back for this. I need to come back for this. All of them, but Shirley's makes sense to me. She like complained. <laughs> She's earlier, like, I
1: need r- to learn how to run a business. Not how Greendale teaches me, but how I should run
0: it. Then at don't go to Greendale. Greendale. <laughs> yeah. Then go run a business. Also, Brita's Britta's
1: like, I'm going to get my psychology degree, then a master's. And I'm like,
0: at a community college, you're going to get a yeah. master's? But okay. And I could have done, I thought this was hammy and not funny of all the Britta stuff. The or, and then someone it else, was was or too much, yeah. English. Yeah, I know. And then Britta says, psychology, psychology. If I was Britta, I would say, shut the f*** up, guys. I yeah. thought we were supposed to be friends. This is mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be nice to Brita. Britta. It makes me... That that I do already miss about season four. We need a history of yeah. dance-up in this bitch. We truly do. And even, like, Jeff's moment at the end of, like, let's all be together, even that is, like, through a, a, a jab at Britta, and mm-hmm. Britta's like, Shrug, what are you gonna do? I don't know, Who man. Who else but... Now I'm remembering black. the even when Community was really good that there was always that to annoy me in every yeah. episode. He rips up the paper that was gonna be... The, the lawsuit for Greendale, the, the signatures that they all gave, and he uses it to, to light the string of gasoline, which was always a cool visual, to set the tables on fire. And I was just thinking, like, this looks real. This looks completely real yeah. to me. What if they'd f*** the shot up? <laughs> that would not be good. Abed and Troy fanning the flames was, like, real It felt like they were real people really reacting that way as those characters. I thought that was a really cute moment. Mm -hmm. And then they build another table that's a beautiful table, but they get an F on it because the woodworking (laughs) the assignment (laughs) was to make a birdhouse. That was a really funny bit. The Scrubs commentary going over the end of the episode instead of a traditional winger speech Mm -hmm. is just, again, those those Dan Harmon-led community jokes that you just – I remember watching this, and to me, this reminded me that like Community is a show that tells jokes that feel Taylor f-ing made for me, yeah, not for people like me, like for me, for Zach me, yeah. Pruitt, and this being a moment watching the show that I was like, this show is written for yeah. me more than any other show has ever been, and even if New Community has issues, like stuff like that didn't happen in season four or really even parts of season three. And yeah. I am excited to have that type of, of renewed writing. And some of it probably comes from how we discussed that new writer's room that's built totally. up with a bunch of fans that really know and want the show to be written the way that we all want it to be. Mm-hmm. The end of the episode is Jeff at his, <laughs> Jeff at his new class, writing his name and practicing like his first day of teaching to the Dean this yeah. says, once more more teachery in the last line of Jeff. <laughs> the only like really funny line Jeff gets all episode is I want to kill myself and the dean use, use that. Use that. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Uh we get a perfect in tag. Also we're back to good community in tags. This is a great yeah. in And seasons 5 and 6 in tags get way weirder than the other seasons <laughs> did in a way that I like. So I'm all for this. Mm-hmm. I love how they just like Abed Filmed himself a little bit on the green screen too, and then mishmash. Yeah, like the he probably after fight. he got
1: fired, he made a whole new commercial where he edited Jeff's stuff
0: and was yeah. like, "I'm gonna get Jeff back for firing the me." Choppy editing where Jeff, like, point not pointing this word cape over this shoulder, really funny to watch that choppy editing. Then they fight each other. <laughs> Abed wins really easily. Them punching each other in flight, and uh, when when Jeff like spirals and hits <laughs> a building, I was thinking, "The Matrix Who." <laughs> and Abed picks up Jeff He you no know, he lasers him turns him small uh, eats him and poops him out it's a great little funny yeah. bit of awful green screen editing almost Tim and Eric in a way right the awful very much editing. so and Abed's laugh felt so real like uh, that that moment where nobody's watching him and he kind of lets it out for a second yeah, and then he's just, just right there it. watching the whole time Really funny. (laughs) Steven, I do think after talking about the episode, after going through it, I think it holds up pretty okay. I think the most issue I have with it is did Community need to reboot this hard? It did it, and it did it pretty successfully, Mm -hmm. but did it need to do it? I don't think it needed to, and I would have been interested in seeing the version that – Dan Harmon came back and brought his demeanor back into the show and maybe made it this sad version of community, but if mm-hmm. it picked up a little bit closer to the end of season four, how do you feel after we've gone through it? Yeah, I I think I still like the episode. I,
1: I just still have a problem with that one scene where they're all just following whatever Jeff does blindly and kind of losing all sense of individuality that they came into the episode Agreed. with and that we ended season four with for the characters, you know, so... That's my only problem with it. I think that it doesn't take me out of it too much, and I'm I'm excited to continue on where season five is going. I I know it's a new community and it's different, which doesn't bother me. I like different.
0: I like. But I also I I don't really think the rest of the season is as different community as this first episode Mm -hmm. is. I think it gets a little bit back to what it what it was. I don't know. I'm excited. I hold season five really dear to my heart. You do. You especially. I think. Probably since season three, you've been talking about it pretty highly. Yeah, I've been, and it's, and I do know that most of it's nostalgia based because season four was my first season watching live. And Mm -hmm. then this season was like my season of community. Yeah. We got Dan back. It got renewed even though nobody expected it to after season four. It's Mm -hmm. back the way that it's supposed to be. It's going to kill it again. And for mine at the time, it did. I am interested to see how it's going to go. I think we might see the show kind of that negative Dan Harmon, Rick and Morty mentality is going to seep its way into community. We'll see how much that bugs us. But I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about MVP. It's a tough MVP choice for me because it's really Jeff's episode. Yeah, And then the study group, even though they work really well as individuals, it's kind of them as a group. It's Jeff's episode, and I don't quite love him in this episode, so it's not him. Uh, I don't really know. Do you know? So I had Jeff as my
1: MVP, but the more we talked about it, I, I... changed my my vote i want to give an honorable mention to jeff honorable mention to dean pelton and an honorable mention to uh annie i think annie's character is at least more fleshed out this episode just not but i had match. to go with the uh, you know in the words of Lil bow wow in tokyo drift huh after a long day of modeling who do you want to be with the little guy that makes you laugh. So I got to go with Troy <laughs> in this nice. one, you know? So I got to, my MVP is Troy for this one. It was Jeff. I think that it's a great, it's a good Jeff episode, but Troy was just so funny. And I had forgotten how many of my laughs in this episode came from him. And I think Funnier that's- Funnier
0: than he is in season four, certainly.
1: And I think it's because Dan knows how to write for Troy better. I think he knows how to, how to put those one-liners the in characters. there that he
0: knows that Donald's going to deliver better than anyone else could. I agree with you. I'm also going to go with Troy, partly because we don't have very many more excuses to give it to him, Yeah. partly because I don't think this is any one character's episode other than Jeff, who I have issues with. Troy's Mm -hmm. really funny. Pretty much every line, it used to be every time they cut to Troy in seasons one, two, and three, every time they cut to him, it's going to be really funny, and they're right Mm -hmm. back to that in this episode. Every time they cut to him, it's a killer line. It's said in that naive yet assured way that makes Troy so so endearing. Uh, yeah. My honorable mention would be the Dean, because I do feel like they treat the Dean more like an actual person than sure, they ever D's have great in this episode. episode. But it's Troy. And that's it. we done it. Season 5. We're starting Season 5 off strong. I think this is We're off fun. to the races. And here we're taking a little pause of recording, right, as we're starting <laughs> off strong with Season 5. Uh, so this is what's going to go on, guys. Next week... Uh, will not be Season 5, Episode 2. Next week, we're going to deliver upon your ears two exclusive episodes of our Patreon podcast, Brokeback Bebop. Yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed those. I'm sure that when you listened (laughs) to those last week... (laughs) It's really good. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Steven and I added a little extra commentary. It's going to be a full-length podcast, so don't skip it even if you don't watch cowboy bebop check that out next week the week after we will be back with season five episode two and if you want go ahead and send in your trivia your episode mvp and your favorite funny moment from introduction to teaching which is season five episode two send nice. that in to can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com steven where else can the people find us uh you know you can re-pilot your Did you hear that noise no okay there was a my computer made a noise and it threw me off keep oh. going <clears throat> Sorry I? buddy. Sorry. Do we need to start over? <laughs> hey guys and welcome to another over? edition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you
1: if you want to repilot your palms uh, and head on over to twitter.com uh, you can find us over at you can't disapod. We're also on Instagram um, over at can't disappoint podcast and we're on Instagram or we're on Facebook and YouTube. That's Amateur. the name of the place. Amateur. I know that god damn it damn it stupid 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 we're on youtube and facebook go ahead and just plow that subscribe <laughs> and like button yeah so it like the fields really take of your forefathers we are gonna <laughs> just like punch that Jesus. like button smack that the bell with your t- clip on ties to get notified Go uh, ahead and but...
0: drop that dun 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 <laughs> right on that subscribe button. Everyone, yeah, but we the whole Stephen name off. of the show. I'm
1: cut whole name off. of the He's show. You can't enough. disappoint a podcast. Uh, Find if us there. you like
0: what we do here and you want to help <laughs> us take it further, we've got a lot going on over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. You can't Disappoint show is live, unfiltered, Zach and Steven, every week before we record the podcast, whether we're playing games together, whether we're arguing, whether we're talking about the Oscars or or tier list things it's always really fun you can watch it live every week and get the back catalog of all the episodes over there you get this podcast early every week which is always really fun if you like to feel a little more exclusive when you're listening to the podcast you can get shout outs on the show you can get postcards from us and Brokeback Bebop every week I hope you look forward to checking that out next week a little taste of, of the waste of Brokeback Bebop Ooh, a little taste of the waste I like it Steven it's been a a pleasure repiloting with you this week and yeah you too buddy even though the podcast moves on even when we can't get together and record every week i will miss talking to you for the next couple weeks this is times arrow marches forward zach onward you know versus. what they say if you're lost and you're something and you will find me time after time, time. after time if you're lost and you look, then there you will go. find me. From inside the Dreamatorium, <laughs> Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter. Um, oh, f- I was about to say, everybody. <laughs> all, all lives. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, but, because, you know, I want everyone to feel included. I want to boost people up. And I was like, no, that's a different thing, though. That's that a, is yeah. a different thing. Black Lives Matter, and that's it. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Only Black Lives Matter. Remember, one. from inside the Dreamatorium, only Black Lives Matter. I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Steven. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Wash your hands. Or don't. Get sloppy. Get them real sloppy. Slop it sloppy. up! Alright, bye,
1: everybody. <laughs> bye. Baby, I'll paint them. Baby, I'll paint I'll paint them. Baby, I'll i paint them. Baby,